1: Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to day 402 of the Make Your Damn Bad podcast. Save the work until you get to the work. So often we get caught up in our heads about potential problems and our big old workloads that we basically double the work on our plates by forcing ourselves to go through it twice, once mentally and then once in real time. Have you ever been driving to work and pre-writing your emails or pre-planning your meetings, or predicting your problems? How many times have you left a job and started planning for the next day? Or worse, deciding what and when you can finish the rest at home that night? Some jobs won't allow you to leave the work at work. But even if that's the case for you, I still want to encourage you to schedule in adequate time to take care of yourself so you don't burn out. In the show Abbott Elementary, which I really can't get enough of, and I think you should watch it immediately. It is very funny and heartfelt. It's like The Office, but with teachers, which is hella relatable to me, but also with characters that are actually likable, which makes a huge difference to me. But in any case, if you have not seen it yet, I will butcher this beautiful moment from the show and my retelling of an episode where the main character was just trying to do everything in her power to quote-unquote save the school on her own. And of course, all her attempts to do too much for everybody end in one of the classic comedy of errors that happen in sitcoms. But the part that stood out to me was the other teacher's monologue. She explains... The more experienced teachers aren't stepping into the line of fire because they don't care, but because they don't want to burn out. She says, we care so much, we refuse to burn out. If we burn out, who's here for the kids? And that's something that I personally had to learn the hard way when I was an elementary school teacher working in the system. I had to learn that in order to make the difference that I was so desperate to make, I really had to preserve my own well being first. There was nobody there to make boundaries for me, and they would absolutely utilize me until I drained myself because the system needed me too. But the system needed me to be healthy first. So I really had to work to create these healthy boundaries, or I would absolutely, and I did, work myself to the bone and never really be able to recover. And if you take it like a staircase instead of a projectile, you are less likely to fall straight back down to the earth. To leave your work at work, define your work times. Be reasonable and realistic with your current situation. And really work to put some effort into defining the parameters that work best for your schedule now. Map out what a day should look like with a full day of work, with time blocked for sleep, for exercise, for food, for rest, cleaning, finances, socializing, play, and see if your schedule as it is, is even doable at the pace that you are currently at. And then you can adjust your work hours from there. But just like with a financial budget, you have to write down where you're spending now to really get a grip on where you can cut corners later. I typically give myself the last 30 minutes or so of my workday to wrap up any of my lurking tasks that can't wait until the next day so that I don't take my work home with me. I also like to make post-it reminders or calendar events of the things that I have yet to get to and then I prepare my space for the next morning. I also enjoy doing a last check of emails and my notes to ensure that I didn't miss anything that was essential that's going to grate at me on my ride home. I also think it's incredibly important to just get shit out on paper. So write down all of the tasks you didn't get to or are worried may fall through the cracks. And then order those based on urgency and importance. Set boundaries with your colleagues and your clients I sign my emails with a 48 to 72 hour window of response time. I tell my clients to call or text between specified work hours to eliminate those late night work stresses. And I communicate clearly and I don't answer calls after certain times, even if it seems important, unless it's an emergency, of course, (laughs) but luckily my work emergencies are far less dangerous and urgent and some, so I'm able to ignore more pleasantly. But as you practice standing by the boundaries that you set to ensure that you don't lose sight of your real reasons for them, you will quickly start to realize that finishing work at work allows you to go home and play while you're able to play, or socialize while you're able to socialize, or relax while you're able to relax, and just be for a while. Because if you're like me and you don't finish all of the work, then you're gonna take that shit with you to the beach and ruin your beach day. And then you're gonna take your beach regret to work and ruin your work day. Another way that I have become more efficient at leaving my work at work is by gamifying my work day. I kind of gamify my whole life at this point. I earn points for drinking water and eating vegetables and being nice to people. But I have started to gamify my work day for the same reasons, and it's totally helped. To do this, you can make a list of your lurking tasks and create a points-based system that you can really earn real, tangible rewards for when you complete them within certain windows of time. If you've never heard of a Pomodoro timer, that's a really great way to increase efficiency and decrease burnout. Or you can set ideas to improve those productivity windows and provide you with structure and scheduled stretch breaks that you may need. And I know if you're like me, switching tasks, especially when we are focused really well on a good task that we need to get done can be especially difficult. And if we happen to like our jobs, it can make it that much harder to leave our work at work so if we have unfinished tasks that can also trigger our brains to not want to transition as to eliminate those threats for the following workday. so not only are transitional times already difficult but our work can make them even harder so depending on what type of job you have you may want to try creating cleansing rituals between your tasks whether that be five deep, slow, full breaths between a new type of event or moment in your day, or it can be something like rinsing your face or listening to a certain song after work or doing a simple stretch or just going outside for a walk. By closing out your workday with the same ritual every day, your brain will start associating that ritual with the new transition time, making it easier to move into the next part of your day and really get good at leaving your work at work. As someone who works from home, changing in and out of work clothes, even though I'm at home all day, has been a huge transition trigger for me and it's really helped with building that discipline. And the more you build self-discipline, the better you will get at self-discipline. It's a muscle like everything else and every effort towards it compounds to build upon itself until that becomes your new baseline. So remember, Life is best experienced when you focus on living in the present, and that includes work. Leave your work at work so you can play when it's time to play, and rest when it's time to rest, and celebrate when it's time to celebrate. But if you really want to get the most out of those, make sure you're saving the work for your work. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I will talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed.